Hello and welcome back to another edition of Simply Serie A, the Italian football podcast, part of the 90 Min Football Network. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simu, and on this edition of the show, I'm joined, as always, by my right-hand man, the brilliant Mr. Vittorio Campanile. How are you, sir? I'm fine, thanks. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm good, Vittorio. It's... um. It's a challenging day in this industry because there seems to be news breaking left, right and centre um, about various different subjects. You know, just before we, we've gone uh, to record this, we've heard that Tottenham in the UK have sacked Jose Mourinho. But I want to take it back to the other big story first um, with regards to the European Super League. Now, we heard yesterday that the clubs had, had signed an agreement. We heard late last night that it was all confirmed. Uh, an announcement was made. We know that from the Serie A clubs, we've got Inter, Juve and Milan, who have all signed up. First of all, Vittorio, what's the response been like in Italy uh, to this news? Because here in the UK, everybody is furious with it. Yeah, you know, I was I was reading a lot of a website in, in England and I have to admit that the reaction there is what I like most. Here in Italy, uh, Gazzetta dello Sport has been really, really strong and I'm a little bit surprised. But I really appreciate that. They said, absolutely, no, that's not football. But I have to say that a lot of journalists have not backed, but said, well, this is the future of football, which I totally don't agree. Um, the fact that a couple of teams qualify each year for what they call the Super European League or something like that, the new Champions League, how you want to call it, uh, doesn't not make doesn't make sense, especially because and I tweeted this yesterday, last night. It's so funny the year where Juventus is in danger to not qualify for the Champions League, they come up with the Super Europe League, right? <laughs> oh, what's a co it's a coincidence, right? And and again, um, you should put there the best team in Europe. You know, if you uh, put the best team in Europe, well, you have to say, okay, this is the stronger team. No offense to you, but Arsenal, Tottenham are definitely not the top teams in Europe. Um, Juventus is not the best team in Italy. Atalanta beat them. They they drop points against Benevento and so on. Um, Bayern is not there. Can we say that Bayern, Paris Saint-Germain are probably the two best team in Europe at the moment? So I, I don't like it. This is against all the region of football, how football started, right? Everybody is able to compete Money, it's important, obviously, but it's not why teams win. We know Leicester won the Premier League and so on. So I'm, I'm totally against this. And it's funny and a little bit sad to see how many uh, sport journalists, supporters of Juventus, Inter and Milan tracking, saying that this is the right move just because their team are there. It would be very interesting to see how Inter journalists will react if Inter wasn't part of, the, of those teams. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little bit not surprised because I could expect this, that the, the newspaper are a little bit divided here in Italy, while in England it looks like they're all against this. Yeah, because I, I guess the point sort of I've been making all morning is that, you know, but th this applies to Serie A as well. You know, if you are in charge of Serie A or you're in charge of the Premier League to lose some of your biggest clubs, would be massive. Now, obviously, the European Super League plan is not for those clubs to stop playing domestically, right? They, the yeah. plan was for them to continue. And this is a replacement for the Champions League and not the league competitions. It is important to stress that. However, what you are seeing now is you are seeing 
Prim, the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, etc., taking a stance, a hard stance, in order to try and stop this happening and saying, well, you're not going to then compete in our competitions. But I'll put this question to you, Vittorio. Can Serie A afford to lose Milan, Juve and Inter? Will they be able to get the same level of investment, i.e. TV rights? Will they be able to get the same level of sponsorships in through the door without three of Italy's most famous football clubs? I would say no. And therefore, I think that the Premier League, La Liga and Serie A will all eventually back down on this. Uh, that's a valid point. And I totally understand what you're saying. And you're probably right. I don't think that it's going to be the same investment. But we have to make it clear that if this Super League starts, and I was reading today that every team will get how much? 350 million euros? Crazy I mean, money. this is this will mean that Juventus, Milan and Inter will be three times better than all the other teams. So Serie A, like Premier League, like La Liga, will be becoming a boring league because Juventus can invest seven times more than Roma and Lazio together. So, you know, they can make mistakes, but overall they will get the best players. All the best players will be Juventus, Inter and Milan. So this league will be very boring and it will kill uh, local leagues, Serie A, Ligan, Premier League, yeah. and so on. Um, so, you know, yes, Serie A will lose a lot of money, but if they accept, they will die. It will be like friendly matches. So, th this is a very important point. The other thing that drives me really crazy, Harry, is that Andrea Agnelli has been the president of the ECA, right? That said, no, we are back in the Champions League, etc., etc. But most of all, and things probably people outside Italy don't know about that. Uh, Italy, uh, Serie A, has been talking with uh, some private equity funds to back Serie A. They wanted to bring money in the Serie A to found a, a company to sell uh, TV rights of Serie A and make money out of that. And they would offer 3 billion euros to Serie A clubs. This is a lot of money. Serie A uh, gave... Andrea Agnelli, Lazio owner, and other three clubs to talk with this private equity to find a deal. Guess what? Agnelli said that, no, we don't want it. And now you understand why, right? Because if you give 3 billion euros to Serie A, well, all the clubs will be richer. They can invest money, etc. Like this, saying no and doing the Super League will mean that only Juve, Inter, and Milan will get a lot of money. All the other will be poor and not be able to compete. So this is disgusting because you know you were doing that and you went against the Serie A. So this is the thing that I hate more. Yeah, I mean, Agnelli's come out of this looking looking terrible, hasn't he? He's yeah. been at the forefront of the new Champions League structure as well. So why was he even working on a new Champions League structure, trying to ram it down people's throats when he knew that the European Super League was being cooked up behind the scenes and was about to be announced. It just, it, it seems as though he started working on one thing, has found a better offer and has, and has jumped ship. And listen, I, I mean, I'm a supporter of a club that are part of this Super League, right? I, I'm, I'm an Arsenal supporter and I disagree strongly with the idea of it. But what I will say is when you look at where Arsenal find themselves now and you look at the fact that they are, struggling financially, unable to get qualified into the Champions League. 
the appeal of, of somebody coming along and saying, well, if you join us, you will get this amount of money first and every season you will be guaranteed a huge revenue from European competition, regardless of how well you perform. You can understand, Vittorio, why Definitely. these clubs have gone for it, right? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, it's like if tomorrow they ask Parma, do you want to join? Of course they will. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. But the thing is, the Champions League has been built to give the chance to every team in Europe to compete and win this trophy. Uh, Premier League, Leicester won. We remember Porto won the Champions League. Now it won't be possible anymore. Now it will be all to this team. And we talked about Arsenal, but who says that Juventus is an European excellence? When was last time that Juventus won the Champions League? I mean, you know, why are they there? Uh, other teams should be ahead of why Porto that beat Juventus is not there. Tell me, you know, Manchester United is in the semi final of Europe League. Why Manchester United is there? You know, this is the problem. This is the problem. Uh, they all do it for money. They say it's because uh, we have to uh, make it more spectacular, etc. A uh, Fiorentina fan, why should he watch this Super League, uh, European Super League? when they're playing Tottenham against Atletico Madrid. I don't care. It's not that... I mean, the the Champions League is a trophy that it's so important. And even if Porto wins it, it's still unbelievable, right? It's it's an achievement, etc. This is a sort of friendly league. And why do I care if Juventus win it or Milan win it? Yeah, and, and what incentive is there for those teams to actually make the investment that sees them win it. There is no incentive whatsoever because regardless of whether these founding clubs finish first or 15th, they will still be in the competition next year. So if if yeah. I'm a, if I'm an owner who doesn't particularly care about the footballing side and there are plenty of owners out there who are in it for the money, are in it for the business side, if I'm you know and let's say if I'm Agnelli for example, and I'm running Juventus, let's keep it Italian themed, <laughs> you know, with that money coming in, why would I want to go and invest that money back into my squad when regardless of where I finish, I'm going to be in the competition next year and that money's going to come in again next year? Yeah, you can you can even say, okay, this year we're going, we're going to go all for it and try to win it. And then in the next three years, I'm going to fold. You know, I'm going to sell every player, get all that money. And, you know, for three years, I'm relaxing. I'm investing in, I don't know, luxury houses and things like that. I get the money. I don't get relegated. I'm happy. And who cares? Now, I think the most important thing about this is to see if UEFA and FIFA really uh, will do what they said. So teams will be uh, banned from Serie A and f- players won't be able to compete to the World Cup because that's what can make a real difference. You know, if... You know, you go to English players and say, okay, if you do, if you participate to this league, you won't be able to compete to the World Cup because football players love to win the World Cup as well. So, you know, that could be the thing. As you said, money is a big issue because obviously uh, the zone that has the uh, TV, Serie A TV rights will say, hey, well, without Juventus, Milan and Inter, now I want a huge discount because probably less fans will, will watch it. So that's a big problem. But at the same time, if these teams will play in Serie A, it will be boring because Milan will have all the best players and, and Lazio and Roma and Napoli will have to, you know, 
find players somewhere else and not as good as uh, the one for Juventus Inter and Milan because they have far less money than the others. So they're killing, they're killing the, 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 the local leagues, which is the bread and butter of, say, of uh, football, right? The rivalry. I mean, you are an Arsenal fan. You compete against Chelsea. You compete against Tottenham, right? It's the fun of the football game. Uh, yesterday, Roma lost. All Lazio fans were happy. If there's not any more Lazio against Roma, but there's Tottenham against Atletico Madrid, there's no banter anymore. There's no jokes. I don't have any rivalry with the, against with Atletico Madrid. Yes, there's Barcelona-Real Madrid. Okay, shall we do Barcelona-Real Madrid every single weekend? Shall we do Tottenham-Arsenal or Tottenham-Chelsea, Arsenal-Chelsea every single week? Because Chelsea-Atletico uh, Madrid could be a very boring match. We know that Diego Simeone is not a manager that play brilliant football, right? So then bringing Atalanta, that it's a much better team to watch. It's fun, right? That, this is the thing, right? It's, it's all about the clubs that, are, that have the financial sort of power and, and clout or maybe not right now because we know in the middle of the pandemic there were a lot of clubs who were struggling but what these clubs do have is they have a global fan base they have a global appeal for the most part we've heard that some of the German clubs are are not interested yep. in this and we've heard that Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund uh, are against it initially but I can see them signing up, Vittorio. I, I can't see how Bayern Munich, for example, can look at this and go, we can stay we can stay away from this. I, I just can't see it. From a financial standpoint, from a, a marketing standpoint, from a commercial point of view, how can they afford being one of the biggest clubs in Europe to not be at the top table with the rest of these big clubs? It feels to me like they will cave in as well. Well, that's that's another valid point. I, I was hearing this morning that Chelsea pretty much said, hey, we have to join because otherwise we would be left behind. So yeah. this is another valid point. Um, the Germans are very different. We have to say, I, I don't know if you had a chance to, to talk with them. They are very different on this point of view. And the other thing I'm expecting is, uh, you know, Nike and Adidas, especially Nike do all this uh, commercial about diversity, uh, integration, and things like that. How can Nike back up Manchester City or Adidas back up Adidas, uh, Juventus, if they're doing this league only for rich guy? Right? What's the message you're sending? So you yeah. know, I would love to see Adidas or Nike making a statement saying, "We we invest in football because we think that." Football is for everybody, uh, gender-free, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We are completely against uh, this Super League because we think it's all against football and what football is. So if City goes there, we will we will cancel a contract with City, Adidas, with Juventus, and so on. These brands that have been in the last couple of years doing all these things, you know, I now is the time to prove that you are really up to this. Instead yeah. of, you know, doing it and then close your eyes every time. So maybe this will happen. Uh, on the other side, the Champions League for me is still the trophy, you know. As I said, if Porto wins it, it's still the Champions League. So, you know, Bayern may think, well, we're going to win the Champions League and we're going to be on the newspaper every in all around the world because we will win the Champions League. So we, we have to see if the Champions League keep that level of, entertainment and you know uh it's like Wimbledon right 
You you don't yeah. care who wins Wimbledon. It's Wimbledon. And yeah. this is the Champions League. So it's just, is it the Champions League anymore without these glamorous clubs? This, this is the problem, right? Because, you know, I... I have I don't really have an issue with these clubs getting together and deciding that actually UEFA take too much of the pie and actually UEFA um have shown themselves to be greedy and actually that they yeah. can make more money in this themselves. I, that's not really my issue with this. My issue with this is the fact that it is a closed door competition. I.e. that's 15 it. clubs are guaranteed to be in it every year. That's my issue. Absolutely. If if you were looking at the Premier League and you were saying you know, or, or you were looking at Serie A and you were saying whoever finishes third in Serie A or whatever has an incentive to get into this this competition. You know, that is fine for me if it was the top three, for example. But the great point that you made and the valid point that you made is that the finances that come with this now create an even bigger gap between the current Champions League clubs and the rest of their leagues, which is already massive, but it's yep. going to become even bigger. And as as a result... The Premier League, the, the Serie A, the La Liga, they're in a position where they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. If they kick out these clubs, their product reduces in value. But if they keep these clubs in the league, with the finances these clubs are going to be receiving, their league is not competitive anymore. So whatever they do, they're they're in a bad situation. And that is why, for me, this is just a terrible, terrible idea. Yeah, definitely. And the thing, you're right. You know, at the moment, the, 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 the rulers are... 15 teams qualified every year, and then only five will qualify from, from the other leagues. Only five. It should be the opposite. It should be like 15 qualifying because they won the, the, the Premier League, the Serie A, etc. And then five are fixed because, you know, Barcelona is Barcelona, Real Madrid is Real Madrid, and so on. But the other funny thing is Juventus. I mean, it's not the excellence of the, of the Champions League. They, they, they got beaten by Porto this year, two years ago by Ajax. You know, uh, again, Tottenham. How can you say that Tottenham is an excellence? You know, that that's the problem. That's the problem. I, I can agree you say, okay, Real Madrid and Barcelona has to be in the Champions League every single year. I, I would add Bayern Munich as well. Yeah. And, and I get that. But it's all the other that I totally... Manchester United is not in the Champions League. Why should they be there every single year? Tell me. You know, it doesn't make sense. You say, okay, uh, every top league, top league, not Poland or things like that, gets 14 qualified, and I get it. And then you can give an extra slot, you know, one year, Barcelona in crisis doesn't qualify, you pick Barcelona, and I get that. But not the opposite. Like, this is terrible. Yeah, it's an absolute mess. And it almost feels as though that the football matches that took place this weekend have become a bit of a side note now. And um, yes, but the example is Atalanta had beaten Juventus, you know, and yeah. Juventus will be there and Atalanta not. Atalanta is above Juventus. Atalanta will probably qualify for the Champions League ahead of Juventus, and Juventus is the excellence. Atalanta no, that that's you know against football. It's absolutely against football. Completely I'm happy because it. Lazio will get to the Champions League if if we get Juventus, <laughs> Milan, and Inter out. Uh, well, the other side is Roma will play the final for the Europe League if Arsenal and Manchester United uh, will be banished. But well, yeah, no, no, you're right. It's it, it's 
And and we'll just quickly touch on on that game, Atalanta Juventus. We'll pick up a couple of games because we've obviously spent the majority of the show talking about the Super League, but it had to be done because yeah. it is such big news. It is such a big story. Um, Atalanta did beat Juventus. Um, how did that one go? Were, were Atalanta worthy winners of that? I know it was a late goal from Malinowski, around about three minutes from the end of the game. But were Atalanta worthy winners on the day? Well, the funny thing is, Juventus didn't play bad at all. Uh, it was probably one of the best match of Juventus and Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't there. There have been so many rumours about that because uh, Friday, R Ronaldo picked an injury and so he wasn't selected. And there were rumours saying that Ronaldo wasn't happy about Juventus and he wasn't so much injured, uh, but he, he chose not to play. But even without Ronaldo, Juventus played well. The problem is Atalanta is proving to be a better team and deserve to win. Yes, a late goal, but Atalanta was the team playing better and, and they deserve to win. And honestly, I'm surprised to see Juventus there. But this tells you that Juventus this year have made terrible choices. Uh, Rabiot, uh, Bernardeschi, etc. are not player worthy the Champions League. And now they're risking because Napoli got one point against Inter and they're close to Juventus now that is fourth. So uh, Atalanta this year is terrific. Uh, they, this is the fifth victory in a row for Atalanta. So uh, this tells you how this team is playing so well. And we thought uh, in January when they uh, sold Gomez that they could drop points and maybe not be the same Atalanta uh, we saw last year. They're playing even better probably. So um, Atalanta deserve, I mean, uh, Atalanta deserve to be in the Champions League next year. Juventus, I'm not sure because they're struggling. Now, saying Juventus won't qualify for, for the Champions League is very hard to say. But yesterday, we saw that Atalanta is a better team and they deserve to win. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant stuff. And the other game we'll just quickly reflect on because Inter had an opportunity, didn't they, to to take another step towards uh, the Scudetto. Uh, they managed to to pull an equaliser back through Christian Eriksen after Handanovic's own goal uh, in the first half. Um I mean, I wasn't surprised to see Napoli so competitive in a game like this, were you? Um, no, no. Napoli's playing great football, especially in the first half. Napoli played much better than, than Inter. In the second half, Inter came back. Uh, one of the reasons was Napoli was pressing really, really high in the first half. There was, since Andanovic had the ball, they were all going up and pressing the defenders and Inter struggled a lot. Obviously, this is a very uh, difficult type of football, expensive. And in fact, in the second half, Napoli players weren't able to press that high. And this gave the liberty of to Inter to play from the back. And this definitely helped Inter. But, and we said it often in, on this podcast, Napoli has a lot of quality players. Uh, Mertens was on the bench, you know. So they, they had pre pretty much a lot of option there. Insigne played well. Um, the midfield of Napoli is terrific. So uh, when Napoli went ahead, and yes, it was a mistake between De Vrij and, and Andanovic, I thought they could win this match. Instead, after they went down, Inter started start, start playing much better and they deserved the, 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 to get the point. I thought they had the chance to win that in, in, in the end, but mm. they weren't very lucky in, in, in finishing. But... You know, I think still the Scudetto is in the hand for Inter, but the, the fight for the Champions League uh, is going to be really, really interesting now because you have Atalanta, you have Juventus, you have Napoli. 
and Lazio that are playing great football. I think Roma, after they lost yesterday, they are out. But it's going to be really interesting, the fight. Yeah, and we'll do a special episode focusing on that fight. Um you know, for, for the uh, Champions League places. We'll also do one uh, for the relegation fight as well. And yeah. I, I can't not talk about this game, Vittorio. So we'll we'll pick up on this one as well. Cagliari 4, oh. Palmer 3. What a game that was. And you feel as though for Palmer now, oh. having been 3-2 up on the 90th minute, to lose that 4-3 probably spells the end of their Serie A state. Yeah, I think, I think now they have no chance. And we saw it in the past. This season, Parma lost matches when they were 2-0 ahead. And so Saturday, when they went 3-0, I said, OK, this is finished. For the first time, Parma is going to win it. <laughs> and no, they couldn't. They couldn't. It, it's simply unbelievable. Uh, this team, every single week, finds new way to lose. And you don't understand why. You don't understand how it's possible. Uh, Cagliari is not a team playing great football at the moment, but they find a way to win. Uh, it's really unfortunate for Parma because the new owner made a lot of investment. He put a lot of money in the club. Uh, The team is not bad, but I think it's a mental issue. They they simply believe they're going to lose, and that's what happened. I mean, there were 90 minutes, they, they were winning the match, and then they found a way to get to allow two stupid goals. Mm-hmm. And this happened every single time. So, unfortunately, I think for them, the race is over. But th- we saw that Torino winning uh, cre- created a lot of suspense because now Fiorentina Benevento are struggling. Uh, they really have to fight the way to get, to stay in Serie A. Same thing for Cagliari. The victory against Parma is not enough. They're still bottom third. So... Um, I'm sorry for Parma because I thought this year they had a great team. And sometimes, you know, it's not your year. Everything goes wrong. And this is what's happening for them. Yeah, absolutely. But as I say, we'll do some special episodes on that Champions League race and on that race for survival as well, because things are hotting up in the Serie A. Uh, Thank you to Vittorio for joining me. Vittorio, how can people follow you on social media? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Vittorio Campa talk about Serie A most of all so there where you can follow me or Lazio Lounge my podcast in English about Lazio brilliant stuff make sure you check out both I'll leave the links in the description we'll be back a little bit later on this week with another edition of Simply Serie A let's try and digest the Super League news <laughs> let's try and get our heads around it because I'm sure things are going to change dramatically over the coming days weeks and months so plenty to get our teeth into make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already follow us on Twitter at Simply Serie A and we'll be back again with another episode very soon until then ciao What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.